I have not done anything nearly this annoying. Not even close. I'm going to fucking strip off all my clothes and run down the street naked. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son Podcast. It's like an island boy. We just trying to make it. You can't drop that shit and it's annoying. They keep it like an island boy. You sing it like belly. at least four times a week. I'm going to stick my thumbs in my ass. Well, multiple times. I'm going to smell them after that. A week. I'm going to wear the hat and I'm going to mow the yard. You're going to be listening to this later when you're editing and be like, why did I do that? And if you don't know what the island boys are, thank your lucky stars. It's a horrible TikTok of just two dudes. Who their heads make me think of that. You remember the thing from the first live action Scooby Doo movie? The floating like crystal skull with all the spikes? Not really. No? Oh, well. Like that. They make me think of the coronavirus. Like when you when you see the <laughs> coronavirus yeah. broken down and has all those little spikes on it or something. They or or like a, a tinker toy or something. I, I don't know, man. They're there's these two dudes, they got tats all over their whole bodies and their faces and their hair. Think of dreads in a way, the but end of a flail, but sticking straight up, and they're yellow, and then they have grills, and they mumble, and they look about sixteen and a half. But they're making money, and good for them. If a woman can fart and make money, then good for her. If two dudes can get together with stupid looking hair, stupid looking grills, and just kind of mumble and make money, you know what? Where do I sign up? That's nothing new, though. Stupid hair and grills. <laughs> being rich well, people? Well, of course not. But those two guys, the they're island the boys... Level. They're not... Uh, right? Even... <sighs> what do they offer at all other than being the butt of a joke? They're just reading like a fifth grader's poem. But on a second grade level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just bizarre. It's just bizarre. It is bizarre. They're weird. They are weird. I and mean, We wouldn't get it, though. We're landlocked. We're but, not island boys. Shout out to the Island Boys. I hope you're listening. Just trying to make it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could help us make it. Maybe they could give us a shout out. We could send them money. I would not want them on the. We just listening to movie on mugging. the episode. We like some Vince and Jay. You need to stop while you're ahead, but you're already so far behind. I'm just keeping it real, like the Island Boy. You're taking the wind out of my sails now. It's so awful. Well, now you know how it feels. I've never now done anything nearly this annoying on know. an episode. And you know that. I have not done anything nearly this annoying. Not even close. That's so horrible. All right. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 137. Dang. A.K.A. Jack's birthday episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is releasing on your birthday. Sweet. Speaking of birthday, let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit in the lobby because it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. So do you like how I uh, have it decorated here in the lobby with the uh, the banners that say Happy Birthday, Jack, and uh, the streamers and uh, the disco ball light? The strippers by the punch ball? Uh-huh, with a turd in it. <laughs> uh, that's okay. You never heard that? No. I think it's from like a movie in the 80s, like Up the Academy. Just Sounds like an 80s movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually on my list, but I, there's no way I could watch. It's going to be just awful. Ralph Macchio was in it. It's probably one of his first movies. It was about these kids who got sent to like a military type school, and it's like a National Lampoon, so there's lots of shenanigans in it. Mm. And there's a, yeah, well, I'm not going to get into it right now because uh, maybe one day down the road. Uh, You'll have nothing else to pick. Maybe. But anyway, man, happy 21st. Not yet, but thank you. Well, when this comes out. Okay, I'll be 21. You'll be 21. 
So normally 21, like there's all those birthdays that you look at when you're a kid. It's like, oh man, I can't wait to be double digits. Oh, I can't wait to be a teenager. Oh, I can't wait to get my driver's license. Oh, I can't wait till I'm 18. I'm an adult. Oh, I can't wait till I'm 21. I can drink. The, those are all kind of milestone birthdays for uh, youngins, yeah. as, uh, as I like to call it. It's just 16, 18, 21. What are your thoughts on turning 21? Is it something that you've been looking forward to? Something you've had circled on the calendar? No, no, just another, just another age. And I'm just allowed to buy alcohol. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I can drink legally, so that just means I'll do some of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I turned 17, for whatever reason, I thought that I was old enough to buy a penthouse magazine. Oh, and so I was like, "What? Like, you, <laughs> did, you, you were not rich growing up." So I went up to Mr. M's, which was kind of like a Seven Eleven, and um. Marched right up there, and I was like, I will take the uh, Madonna penthouse, because I think it had the Madonna episode had come out. And they were like, I need to see some ID. And I threw my driver's license on the counter, and they're like, uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're a year or two early. And I was like, what? And he's like, nope, you you got to be 18. I think I thought it was because I could see an R-rated movie at 17. Which is such bullshit. Like, yeah, they, you should be allowed to see R-rated movies way early. M-rated games, like... There's, it just doesn't matter. Um, you know, I, I think there's some things that, you know, I wouldn't want to drop off like my 12 year old daughters at a movie theater and think that they're going to see fucking Pippi Longstocking and then they go fucking watch, I don't know, Gimps in Space or something like that. You know, I, I'm not really, <laughs> I, I think I, I'm, I'm for a little bit of, of age restrictions. But like the fact that I played Call of Duty in third grade was not. A big deal. It wasn't a deal at all. I was just playing Call of Duty. Yeah, I again, I'm not... I don't know who the fucking morality police are on video games and stuff like that, but it just... Like, there are some video games that young kids shouldn't be playing. Yeah, like... <laughs> you let me have Gears of War. <laughs> and uh, you said, don't tell mom. <laughs> at, at the GameStop. And uh, <laughs> as Gears of War 2... And I was chainsawing aliens in half with the chainsaw bayonet, which that's so fucking awesome, by the way. What a great idea. Just a fucking assault rifle with the chainsaw bayonet. So cool. Pretty cool. But like that didn't fuck me up. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, you can't blame one single thing on on me. It's probably just a, a collection of all the don't tell moms that I did over the years. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very big... I don't know what the word is. Douchebag? <laughs> no. I am for the fact that video games don't make you violent. I don't believe it at all. I tend to agree with that as well. I do have some theories on how video games are fucking things up, though. It's the trash talking. It's oh, the it's fucking people. people. People are the worst part of video games. And, and people will say horrible things to people they don't know. And every time they like get killed or something, they talk so much shit, and it's fucking toxic. And that shit does spill over into real lives. Yeah, because it fucks you up. Yeah. So desensitizes you as well. So do you know uh, anybody else you share a birthday with? No. Okay. Well, I looked up a couple. Kind of <laughs> want to go over. You share a birthday with Goldie Hawn. Do you know who Goldie Hawn is? No. Okay. I'm trying to think if you've seen any movies she's in. She is Kurt Russell's common law wife. I don't think they ever got married. Um, she's the mother of Penny Lane from Almost Famous. I didn't know Penny Lane had a mom in that movie. In real life. Oh. I don't know. Um, why do, what do you not know? I'm telling you that she's the mother of oh, Penny I Lane. Oh, I thought you were trying to put a picture in my head. I was like, I don't even remember what Penny Lane looks like. What? She's blonde. That's all I got. Okay. Well, this is turning into a great segment. <laughs> well, and you, you immediately pick someone who's a niche. I'm, Nobody knows who the fuck Goldie Hawn is. Yeah, everybody knows who the fuck Goldie Hawn is. With a name like Goldie Hawn, it, she sounds like a James Bond villain. Yeah, I, I, I can see with that too. stealing all the gold from the vault or something. So she was in... I'm just I'm trying to think if there's anything that you've seen her in. <laughs> just move on. You would fucking recognize her, but she's 76 uh, Fine, anyway. I'll look her up. No, it doesn't fucking matter. Okay. She's 76. Her face is probably your age. Uh, you also oh. share a birthday with Bjork. Okay, I know who that is. You the share... fact that I know who Bjork is and not Goldie Hawn is probably weird to some people. Troy Aikman. Oh, great. He'll be 55. Um, Isn't he like the white Jay-Z? <laughs> as far I've as his face goes? Comparison. Yeah, yeah. Michael Strahan is 50. 
I've called the girl Michael Strahan before. I know. That was such a great... Uh, Harold Ramis, he had a hand in some of the best comedies of the 80s, like Caddyshack and Ghostbusters and Animal House and Vacation and Meatballs, mm. which uh, I know you're still kicking yourself for being okay with me turning that off. Yeah, oh, yeah. Also, Carly Rae Jepsen. <sighs> so call me, maybe. Mm-hmm. The biggest hit of my intermediate school career. Very fitting that you share a birthday with her. Uh, and also Voltaire, who was a French writer in the 1700s. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I've heard that name, but I don't... Here, here's a quote from him, which is uh, so true. Common sense is not so common. Wow, I'm sure that was like a mind-blowing <laughs> statement in the 1700s, but now it's just like <laughs> it's not just everyday life. Look out your window. He also said, man is free at the moment he wishes to be, which I like that. I don't know if I agree with that fully. I mean, because you can just decide to be free. It's a state of mind. And not do anything you want to do or don't want to do. Like the dude on American Beauty. But then you're not free because then you're fucking confined to having nothing. Not necessarily. Like, it it me, depends on how you want to live your life. Being free is not working. You know what? I don't want to work for the man if I'm free, you know? So if I'm not working, then I have no money, which means I am not free. You can look I'm at free it. free to take a shit in my pants by the dumpster where I live. You can look at it in a lot of different ways. You can decide, you know what? Yeah, I have to do all this shit, but but I'm going to be free from all the bullshit. I'm not going to let this get to me. I'm not going to let that get to me. I'm not going to get sucked into this. I'm free from all that bullshit. So there's different perspectives but, of yeah. the word free. Free doesn't just mean I'm going to fucking strip off all my clothes and run down the street naked and quit all my jobs and leave my family and all that shit. Free, freedom is a, can be a state of mind as well. But it's not a switch you can flip. I think it is. But you have to come to a realization. Well, yeah. you, you can't just decide, like, I can't just go right now, flip a switch, and I'm different. You have to have experiences, and you have to have an epiphany. Yeah. There's a switch, but you can't manually flip it yourself. I don't, I don't think you can actually do that unless you have some kind of snap. Or there, there has to be some sort of precursor, whatever the right word is, to that switch flipping. I don't, I don't disagree with that. Because, like, you can't just wake up one day and be like, okay, this doesn't bother me anymore. That, that just doesn't work. Like, you're your douchey boss who's always condescending and mean to you. You can try, but it's not like you can wake up and say, yeah, he's, he's an asshole, but you know what? He's a good guy. He doesn't bother me. You don't have that to. That doesn't happen. No, that's, that's something completely different. That's bullshitting yourself. Saying, oh, he's a good guy. That's that's bullshit. But you yeah. can decide ahead of time, look, this guy's being a fucking dick to get to me. If I let this fucker get to me, then he's winning. So it's just a change in mindset and be like, you know what? Fuck that motherfucker. I'm just here for the paycheck. I don't give a fuck about him. If I saw him on the side of the road crying for, for a ride, I'd fucking drive right by that piece of shit. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's just a, a different mindset. It's a different way of looking at things that you can get freedom from, I think, pretty much anything. It's, it's a state of mind, and I think you can get there. It's, I'm not saying you can flip a switch and it's easy, but I do believe that, that you can do it. Yeah, it's just a lot harder to do. Easier said than done. Oh, of course. Because, like, to just, you got to make it a mantra and where you say it all the time. Like, oh, yeah, that, I won't let that bother me anymore. If you have emotions, it's hard as hell to shut those off. It is. It would be nice to just go Kevin Spacey from American Beauty and just be like, I don't give a fuck. Is that the example you want to use? I mean, not not trying to bang teenagers. <laughs> that's a, so you could probably pick somebody else. No, that's we watched that movie and he woke up one day. He's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I didn't remember that part. Yeah, that's basically the movie. That's what he. That's what he became. He just became. You know what? Don't give a shit. I'm gonna buy pot from my neighbor. <laughs> I don't know, you just you just got to find that within you. Voltaire was a very smart man. Yeah, it seems like he's ahead of his time. And finally, um, how about a fart update? If you have to. Would you rather have a fart update or more Island Boy talk? Fart update. All right, so those of you who don't know, and it should be none of you, but if you're just listening to us for the first time, then uh, go back a couple episodes I found a lady on TikTok who does awesome farts, and she gives shout-outs. So we we paid her to give us a shout-out. She gave us a shout-out. At the end of 
the last time we recorded, which was like two days ago, that video where she was shouting out Vincent Jack of the Movie Muggin podcast had been watched 6,775 times mm-hmm. within like what? What was that? Like a four day period or something like that? I don't know. Something like that. Two days ago, we recorded our last episode. And since then, it's been seen another like 560 more times. Jeez. So that video where she gives a shout out to Vincent Jack from Movie Muggin and then just does an awesome fart has been viewed over 7,300 times. So that's 7,300 people. Well, I'm sure some of them watched it more than once. I mean, we've watched it like 20 times. But let's just say 7,000 people who'd never heard of us have now heard of us. And if you're one of those people and you're listening to us for the first time, shoot me an email, movingmuggin at gmail.com, and I will send you a Moving Muggin sticker. I should go ahead and just play the fart, too, just for the people who, uh, who haven't, uh, haven't heard it. Vincent Jack from Movie Muggin Podcast. This is for you guys. Thanks, man. I also counted up the amount of videos that she's done since ours, and it's 35. So that's an additional 350 bucks if all of them were farts, which means she's getting close to making like $1,500 a month by farting. She's moving up, man. It's crazy. It's crazy, and it's pretty fucking awesome. I want to talk about one more thing uh, as far as your birthday goes, and this is a parenting tip for uh, Chris and Erica of the Film Tripping (laughs) Podcast. What I used to do when my kids were younger was I used to do birthday interviews. It's great. And I would just ask them questions and, and film them. Uh, I started your sister a little bit late, but I started you pretty early. And I would just say, how old are you today? And you would say, and then I'd ask you questions like, what's your favorite color? What do you like to do? What's your favorite movie? What can you do now that you're eight that you couldn't do when you were seven? And how old are you going to be next year? What do you think you'll be able to do next do year? Do a little dance. Mm-hmm, yeah, do a little dance. Just just come up with a list of like 20 things and just do it over the years. And then you can splice them all together once they hit a certain age and, and have a good time and watch them. And I wasn't, I didn't do every year and it kind of fell apart. I don't know. When do you think the last time I did one for you was like 14, if that? Probably 12 or 13. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun and, and it's fun to go back and watch those. So I, I highly recommend that, uh, that that's something that you do from an early age. You'll have a good time with it. Yeah, definitely. And if you like... Uh, it's like in Minority Report when he's look like taking that drug and looking at his family. Mm-hmm. You can do that whenever you're old and alone. Take drugs or, and look or, at your family, or you're like a hero, and all heroes' backgrounds have to be sad in some way. So your family got in a tragic Jeez. crime accident, and now you got to become a hero to do it. But now look, you have these films to cry while watching. <laughs> it's for like plot. Or you could just have some fun memories to look at anytime you want. Well, I'm just saying... It, Without the tragedy. You know, maybe you'll become a superhero, and this will help. This will be like a really pivotal moment in your arc, in your development arc. Okay. <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure Batman looked at a picture of his parents and cried. <laughs> I mean, what about Uncle Ben? There has to be some kind of tragedy. I don't want to talk about tragedies. Well, <laughs> just just film your kids doing cute things so you can enjoy them later without any kind of tragedy. I was just saying a harmless joke because then it's you'll have it yeah. as memories. Right, memories well. are always good to be able to watch. Speaking of bad jokes, um, I heard a joke the other day and it's just so terrible and I just I hate it. It's just so wrong. So I'm just I want to tell it just so people can hear it and know to stay away from it. And no, just to never tell a joke just like this. Okay. So I just want to put it out there so nobody will ever have to hear it again. So you're and, being and, facetious and, right and now. And nobody will ever say it because it's just horrible. And, and I hate it. I hate it. But I, I need to bring light to it because of how awful it is. And so it will never be uttered or listened to I'll again. Continue. Jeez. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So what's the difference between acne and a priest? Oh, I heard you say this on a mom. I don't, I don't remember it. Acne typically comes on a boy's face after he's turned 12. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Catholic priest jokes are never not funny. They're just awful and should never be muttered. Should always be repeated. If you hear a good Catholic priest joke, you got to tell everybody. You got to confess. Go to go to one of the say it to wow. the guy in the booth. Oh, wow. I I I heard this joke and I I feel so bad. What is it, my son? <laughs> and he's like, get the fuck out of my booth. 
And then he's got to confess that he said a bad word. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody's ever done that. I hope so. That that seems like it would be a good jackass like <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, go in there and try not to be killed. Yeah, the, go in there with the, like the hidden camera and just confess all sorts of horrible, horrible things just to see if the, <laughs> the priest will say anything. It would have to be a Chris Pontius rip his, his sweat uh, tracksuit or whatever off. You can't see the person in the confession booth, though. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can't. Like, and it's, not, just, it's just like looking through a grate. Not their whole body. It wouldn't he, make sense no. for him to take clothes off. But he like does it before he goes in, or oh, okay. when he walks out, he goes. Whoosh, when I'm he still gonna out. party. Mm-hmm. Oops, 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 oops. Well, Jeff Tremaine, if you're if you're listening, and uh, I know you are, there's an idea, man. Run with it. That would be fucking awesome. Run with it. And it's too bad they're done, but. Didn't they just do a movie recently? Yeah, but it's the last one. Because Bam got all bent out of shape that he wasn't invited to uh, to hang out with them. That dude's a fucking liability, though, man. Oh, uh, yeah. He needs he needs to get some help. Because he's going to go too hard in the stunts because he doesn't care. Man. And they're they're old. It's oh, like I, Jackass I, 4, though, right? I can't even imagine. Like, I get up sometimes, and I'm sore, and I'm like, oh, yeah, thank God I, I went for a run. And then other days I get up, and I'm like, oh, why am I sore? I didn't fucking do shit. So I can't even imagine those guys trying to recover from doing jackass-type things at the age they are. Because they're Just all no around way. your age, right? Yeah, I think so. At least, like, late 40s for most of yeah, them. Yeah, pretty maybe, sure. Maybe Chris Pontius is, like, mid-40s. You just don't recover from from shit like you used to. Yeah, and I, I can't hardly listen to Steve-O for very long, so... Oh, uh, no way! Was that Popeye or Steve-O? Uh, it sounded like Beavis, too. It was a combination yeah. of the three. He's got his own podcast. It's I know. Just and it's impossible like, why to would, listen to. I would rather watch him in like one of those silent movies from like the 30s or whatever. Yeah. Uh, coming up on today's episode, I have my good friend, uh, Kirk Cameron, is going to come on here and talk about his latest Left Behind movie. And maybe later I'll, uh, I'll uh, the, stick something up my Beavis. ass. You try Steve-O. No. You're, why would you never... Try to do because any I voices. I will not be peer pressured, and I don't feel like it. All right. Don't take any parenting tips from this guy. Let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's birthday movie. Uh, this movie came out in 2002. It's rated R. Runtime of one hour and 56 minutes. Damn long. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 57%, while the audience gave it a 68%. IMDb gave this 6.7 out of 10 stars. The Mormon mothers tell us that there's tons of violence and that there's a habitual marijuana smoker. Uh, This movie is called Blade (laughs) 2. Blade 2? Is this Wesley Snipes? I don't know. He's like a vampire killer? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Wesley. Why Blade 2? Because I looked up best Blade movie. Three was the worst. (laughs) This one said... (sighs) They said one was scarier, but two has more fighting. Okay. And I was like, okay, Blade 2. So our last three movies are Equilibrium, Guns Akimbo, and Blade 2. So it's just, as soon as we come out of the movie mug and Halloween Spectacular, it's just violence, violence, violence. <laughs> Jeez. Well, it is your birthday month. So, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's fitting. It is fitting. Hopefully these three episodes won't sound exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, man, I love the way he shot that thing, and then, and then he shot, and then he stabbed, and that guy got his shot. His name is Blade. You think he's going to be shooting much? I mean, I've never seen any of these. I think I saw Blade 1 when it first came out. It's been a long, long time. I can't really remember. I don't know. <laughs> okay, man, well, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back, or, or should uh, Steve-O bring us back? No. Okay. And we're back after watching 2002's Blade 2. Yep. This really felt like it was an early 90s movie to me. Yeah, I agree with that. It had the feel, the look, pretty much everything about it felt early 90s to me. All right, well, let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about a a daywalker, which is a half vampire, half man, played by Wesley Snipes, a.k.a. Willie Mays Hayes, which I know you have no idea what that means. He's from Rocky or something? <laughs> no, he's from a, a a movie called Major League, which it's a baseball movie, which we will watch sometime. Okay. And he, I guess his job in the first Blade, I'd, I'd never seen the first Blade. I thought maybe I had before just because it's been around forever. 
but I guess he kills vampires. Yeah. Well, in this one, he has to team up with vampires in order to defeat a super type of vampire. It's like a new evolution. Mm -hmm. Which would kill all the vampires and all the people of the world and would mm -hmm. just rule. So he has to team up with his, his hated enemies, the vampires, to do that. So they team up. I guess there's a little bit of double-crossing that goes on and stuff. Uh, in the end, uh, as you can imagine, Wesley Snipes, uh, or Blade, uh, wins the day. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Exploding from the pages of Marvel Comics comes the thrilling follow-up to the blockbuster Blade, half-man, half-vampire, and consumed by a desire to avenge the curse of his birth and save the human race from blood-drenched Armageddon. That's a long fucking sentence. In this newest action-packed adventure, a Blade... for ripping ass in the middle of my <laughs> seeing what the internet has to say. Blade is forced to team up with the very vampires he hates in order to overcome the new type of monster which threatens to eradicate both races. All right, so um, not quite sure where to, to start. Can I tell you the moment that I started hating it, though? Sure. <laughs> Early, right? Yes. The first fight scene, he is he's running after people and shooting them with his, I guess, silver bullets, which makes them kind of uh, turn to ash. And then he goes outside, and some vampires get on a motorcycle, and they're riding around, and he's throwing his fucking bat rings at them. And they're swerving out of the way of the bat rings. Then he jumps on a motorcycle, and he drives really fast to his car, and he stops right before he hits his car, and then he goes, <laughs> he gives a smooch <laughs> to his car. At that point, I was like, it's going to really have to do a serious turnaround to pull me back into this movie damn that was so stupid why <laughs> I don't am know. i missing I something from the first of the first film where he has some kind of love Maybe. affair with his car where uh a, a, what do you call that an air smooch or blowing a kiss that, that was like a you know that's not blowing a kiss well i mean it kind of is except you don't except like you don't blow it so it's right. not blowing a kiss so is it an air smooch what, what, I don't do, know. what do you he call that? He made a kissy face at his car. Yeah. But then, yeah. Gross. Don't do that. I don't want to look at you when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and then after after the smoochy smooch, air smooch to his car, he goes back to his bat cave, basically his his lair. It's like where, a warehouse. Uh, Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead is there. Yeah. And his name's Scud. Scud. And uh, <laughs> he's just character, man. He's just I don't even know. And he's a mix between major dumbass and genius scientist. But I feel like a 10-year-old a was telling him how to act or something. <laughs> like a 10-year-old was like, I know how to act cool. You do this. You know, like 10-year-olds think they're really cool and they're yeah. fucking stupid. I feel like a 10-year-old was like, "Act just act just like this and you'll be cool. And so, so he did that. And then, I guess... All right, so Chris Christopherson is in this. Um, I guess he Sounds had like some made-up name. He had some big part in the first one or whatever. They should have just let him die because he brought absolutely nothing to this movie. He brought less than nothing. So I guess Wesley Snipes goes and rescues his body because he'd been turned into a vampire or something. He brings him back to his warehouse lair, and then these other creatures sneak into the warehouse and silently, and then. Wesley Snipes is going to fight them, but not until Daryl Dixon has to turn on all these floodlights, which just so happen to be, you know, what, 50 by 50 the little little floodlights, like yeah. all up on a wall for some reason. And so it just kind of lights them up as they're fighting. Oh, I thought... Oh, yeah, it was it was weird. a wall of it wasn't lights. ones that i i know i know i and remember he flipped it on i was so thinking it hurt them but it didn't it, it, it but it was supposed to make the fight scene look so much more cool i guess yeah and then of course every fight scene is like okay uh cue chemical brothers all right let's play some moby oh my let's God, play some yeah. fucking prodigy every fucking fight scene was that's a song that plays between our uh <laughs> our <laughs> now and our the last part it's it's more chemically brother sounding here you you do the you do the fight noises. <laughs> I, can't, I can't look at you. Right, don't look You're at me. making unbreakable <laughs> eye contact while just motor mouthing over there. All right, you want to do the the? I can do the fight noises, and you do the. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> I just do some, and then the. So. <laughs> 
Yep. Wow. Just imagine terribly choreographed fight scenes. Wow. Dude, I was so disappointed on. that every single fight scene in this movie looked like shit. Oh, horrible. And I was then, like, who is this Wesley Snipes guy, and why did they get him instead of Michael Jai White? He was terrible. Just terrible. And then they tried to throw in some like CGI parts to it, too. Yeah, where he's like floating, jumping, and stuff. And bouncing and off the fate. wall. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. So this whole movie. I was just like, why did they not get Michael Jai White? Every single time I look at Blade and I'm like, Michael Jai White could have done this whole thing a billion times better. He would have helped choreograph the fights because that's what he does. He's a fucking martial artist, so it would have looked good. And then also, I've seen Michael Jai White use a fucking sword. He looks cool when he does it. Michael Jai White looks cool fucking taking a shit. He looks cool just standing there. He really does. And like... He should be in everything. This whole movie was so poorly done. Oh, my god! And it was like, it's a, such a great concept. I actually love that concept. I'm cool with the concept, too. Because he's he just has a random excuse to be super powerful. He hates vampires, so he's a fucking vampire hunter. What's that, That's one of the most like cool professions. I've never seen Van Helsing, but I've always thought of it as like wearing a duster, wearing a nice, like, suit kind of thing under it like where you have the shirt on but you have that vest that your ties tucked under yeah and you got like one of those like like witch huntery hats but and then you got all the gadgets you got like holy water blessed chains you got a like pistol crossbow that shoots wooden stakes like it's just so imaginative and cool and you like got the maybe some pocket garlic you just got all sorts of stuff silver bullets silver weapons it's just so cool, a monster slayer like that. And so I, I really fucking wanted to like this because I love the concept. And it's like, okay, we got big, beefy badass. He's got gadgets. He's got weird, coolish looking pistols. Not cool that, not, not that cool. The, the pistols all eh. pretty lame compared to some of the pistols we've had in previous episodes. But he had a badass sword. <sighs> and that's all you need. I mean, it. If Michael Jai White had that sword and would have just been cutting through tons of like a crowd or something, that would have been so cool. But it just this in this movie, none of it was really cool. I mean, the concept is great, and that is about it. It was this was a shell. It could have been so much more. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> this really could have been a great movie, like a great, great, great movie. And if Wesley Snipes was big at this point in time. I'm sure Michael Jai White would have been cheaper, too. I don't think Wesley Snipes was ever big, other than maybe... I think Blade made him big. Like I said, he was in a movie called Major League where he was tiny, so he uh -oh. definitely roided up for this. I, I don't know. I, I liked him in Major League, and then I guess he started doing this. No, because Major League came out like in 1989, so I don't know what he was doing between 1989 and this. Like, like I said, this feels like it came out in 1992. How old so, was he? In this. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really care. So after he <laughs> fights the people in front of the spotlights for some reason, because it was supposed to look cool and it, and it didn't whatsoever. Wait, let's stop fighting and give him this message. I know. I know. <laughs> they like... and So the whole time it was like, we're not here to fight. At any time, they could have just stopped and went, oh, hey, wait, whoa, 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 hey, 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 time out, time out, time out, time out. Instead, it was, <laughs> and then they quit fighting. It was like, oh, sorry, your guy shot first. That's why we had to fight. And then he's like, we hereby invite you to the vampire headquarters to uh, meet with our boss. And so he goes to vampire headquarters and... Uh, the vampires tell him, okay, there's this new badass fucking vampire breed out there that's going to eradicate human race and our race, and uh, we need you to lead this team that we've been training for two years to kill you. And this team is called the Blood Pack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would really? you have called them? I mean, the Blood Pack, come on. It's 2002 and it's a vampire movie. What would you have called them? I mean, something cooler than that. Extermination. Yeah, the renegades. The, Why did you just say, like... The day hunter killers. I mean... You said two things that were far worse than blood pack. I did not. 
The Renegades? Are you serious? The, the Tampax. The Renegades that? sound like fucking so, something out of the Expendables or something. Anything shit. and everything is better than the Blood Pack. That's so stupid. Renegades? Yeah. That is so bad. What's a th- that is so much worse than Blood Pack. I disagree. You are defending that. I want you. I want you to feel shameful. That was. So I will bad. not feel shameful. The person that who should feel so shameful bad. is the one who named that the Blood Pack. The Blood Pack. You really said the Renegade. The first thing that popped in my head. It was like an old <laughs> terrible football team that in a, in a league that and never it's a made it or something. Terrible name for a. It's still better than vampire hunting vampire hunter crew. Whatever. The, the Blood Pack, though. I mean, come on. I don't really see anything wrong with the blood pack. Okay. okay. It's especially so, uh, better than fucking Renegade. So here's what they did. They went back to that 10-year-old and said, hey, name this group who's going to hunt the Daywalker. And They're going to be called the blood pack. And you over there, keep acting cool like me. And it was better than what the 52-year-old said. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> the Renegades? That's different. The Renegades are like... <laughs> You remember the, you've seen the uh, music video for Skrillex, right? All right, moving on. Or the <laughs> Bangarang? Uh, where know. the kids fuck up the ice cream man? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Those are the renegades. Okay. And, <laughs> and it's because they're like 11. <laughs> Come on. It's better than the blood pack. The blood pack is so cheesy. You're just, <laughs> I mean, cheesy, the renegades cheesy, cheesy. is so much worse. The brute forcers. How about the Fenga gang? <laughs> Now you're just trying to be stupid. No, I'm just uh, trying to think in line with that 10-year-old boy who called all the shots in this movie. The hemoglobin hunters. <laughs> there you, yeah, that's better. No, it's not. Blood pack. <laughs> and why do all like zombies and vampires and stuff, why, why do they all have to have that screechy noise they make? You know what I mean? Just... I mean, obviously that's not it, but you know what I mean? Just the, like a, no. it, it's like they, I don't remember that they, at all. They in got this movie. some, are you kidding? Mm-mm. Like, and sometimes they had to run like chimpanzees too. What? Did you watch the same movie? Vampire and vampires in this movie ran on. Oh, cause they were like crawling on the wall and stuff. Yeah. But, but when, remember when, um, in the sewer. Yeah. But, but they were also kind of like, sometimes they could run and jump like real people. And other times they kind of, they kind of ran like they were chimpanzees. Oh, I thought you were trying to say on all fours. Almost. As they ran with their hands like weird. They they ran as much like chimpanzees without touching their their knuckles to the floor a lot of times. It I just didn't I remember that. It just didn't work. And then yeah, the, the noises, the screeching noises like they make in uh World War Z. There was a lot of that in here. A lot of that screeching just <laughs> I don't even remember any. You're lucky, man. You're lucky. Cause I wrote it down here. Screech sounds awful. <laughs> Oh, wow. And Chris Christopherson, the the old dude in this. What why didn't they just like find out that he was dead at the beginning? What did he bring at all except terrible acting, terrible lines, Not unlikable character? No, at, at the end, don't don't you die on me, boy. Don't you die on me. You didn't give up on me, so I'm not going to give up on you. And, and and he kept showing up like after the fact, just kind of limping around, like all the shit's gone down. He, he would have died shows up. so early. No, he was garbage. He was useless. He was absolute garbage. Ah, the ten year old boy. Hey, I want Chris Christopherson to be in this. <laughs> what is it with you and this ten year old boy I'm obsession? Just trying to understand I mean, how this movie those, was made. Are you converting to Catholicism <laughs> after up. us talking about that? You're lame. <laughs> this room needs to be blessed by a Catholic priest after watching this trash. It really does, man. Did it's you so bad? I felt like you were liking it though. And I was it gonna was try a, it was a okay, what were you gonna try? I, I was gonna try not to shit on it from the very beginning just to kind of see where you And took you immediately it. failed because, because I, you're I, like, when did you wanna know when I start hating this? Because I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> I'm looking movie, at my notes. I got Willie Mays Hayes, half vampire, smooch car. This movie was horrible. It wasn't, and this movie was not even two hours. It was like six minutes off. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This had to have been one of the longest movies we've ever done on Movie Muggin. It was so fucking long. <laughs> the shit was just fucking terrible. It didn't really have any redeeming qualities. I mean, I love how Blade looks. Like, I, I liked his outfit. Mm. The fucking black whatever. You were way more fucking critical of 
stuff like this than me. It doesn't take a lot for me. He's wearing a black, all black outfit, and he has shiny weapons and pistols. Like, what is there not to like there? And whenever he had his duster off, he looked significantly less cool. But when he had it on, you, you he like was the, the fact man. that his sunglasses never fell off. You like that? That uh, I didn't pay attention. It, at the end, Chris Christopherson was like, "Hey, Blade." And then he like threw the sunglasses down and like, and he caught him in his hand and then he put it on and then he went to fight the, the main bad guy at the end. And the main bad guy's like grabbing him by the legs, throwing him into the wall. The wall's oh, yeah. breaking. He falls down. His sunglasses are still on. They never came off the whole time. And that fucking fight was five minutes long. It was terrible. Oh gosh, it was terrible. But sunglasses never once came off. Never once. <sighs> I mean, that's not something that bothers me. I mean, it was just... Compared to the rest of the faults of this movie, oh, the biggest being not having Michael Jai White, and then the second big, uh, biggest being uh, who directed it, produced it, casted it, all of that. Oh, the... the all the designers, like... The main female, we've talked about it before, there, uh, there's bad actors and actresses, and then there's bad actors and actresses who just look bad just standing there and just their oh. facial expressions. You're just like, that's a bad actress. Her like concerned look was like her trying to look at something far away. <laughs> she could barely read. <laughs> toward toward the end, somehow, uh, Chris Christopherson, who just... I mean, Why does just, he get to fucking live? Just <sighs> That means he's in the third one. Like, like he beat up Hellboy. Like, whatever, man. Ron Perlman was in this, and he was... Nasty. Yeah, but, but he... <sighs> Somehow Chris Christopherson beat up Ron Perlman. And then he and then he crawls through one of those uh come out to the coast, we'll have a good time, die hard little little air ducks or whatever. And then he pops Why'd up. Why do you have to say all that? It's just a vent. <laughs> well, I couldn't remember vent. And I just was it, when it, over, have a good time, uh, air duck. When, whenever I see somebody crawling through one of those, I think of Bruce Willis in there. So from Die Hard. But somehow he manages to find his way right to where Wesley Snipes' room is. And then so like the, there's a grate, but it's just like circles, mm -hmm. like donut hole size circles all in the floor. And it's only in one square of the floor. And he somehow shoots the guy at like a really perfect angle to shoot him like seven or eight times and the guy, all in different spots in his chest. And it looks like he's doing some kind of 80s dance. Like yeah. when he's shooting, he's and not falling down. He's just kind of, his body's spazzing like The this. only angle he had was to shoot the ceiling there or like high up on the wall. Like, <laughs> it was, that was so bad. I don't understand why... I, I hate the depiction of like elder vampires most of the time because like there, there's... So many different ones, but this one particularly I hated. Old and weak, and like vampires don't age fast, so that means he had to have been alive for like 8,000 years. He didn't even have like any Jedi mind tricks, you know? He looked like, like the Emperor. Exactly. He looked like Palpatine mixed with like a toddler with a big veiny head mixed with Voldemort. Yeah. You know, it just was gross. Like, I, I, I could have, like, killed him by scratching him in the forehead, and he would have gotten an infection. He was so lame. He was not powerful. Like, normally, if they're old and weak, they can still beat you because they're just, like, their mind powers. I would have slapped him, and his, all of his bones would have liquefied. There was nothing intimidating. He was just a 99-year-old man who was green. All right, what do you say we uh, stop down here for a little bit before we get into favorite parts and get into a little bit of a... Uh... That's Jack. Uh, uh, uh. Ah, stinks, man. <laughs> I forgot you put that on there. All right, I'm just going to hit one of these random buttons that I know I have some loaded on. So uh, here's, uh, here's a question from who? We'll find out. All right, Jack, I got a question for you, all right? Let's say your folks are gone. So it was like a surprise weekend. Folks are gone for the weekend. All Jack, all day at the weekend. All of a sudden, this fine young lady who you have an interest in is like, Jack, I want to come over, hang out with you at your place, but I want you to cook me a home-cooked meal. Ooh. Jack, what do you do? Hmm. So home-cooked meal definitely means not the, like, it definitely doesn't mean the two-hour oven lasagna from Costco. <laughs> um, That'd be a good choice, though. It's pretty tasty. Uh, I'd probably make that biscuit thing. Because that's not too hard. All I got to do is cut biscuits up. That's not hard. And then I've spread them out, and then I've put the eggs, cheese, sausage, and gravy, and then I put it in the oven. 
I mean, that's that's probably what I would do because that's the easiest thing I know. It's one of the best things that we eat in this family. Oh, so good. However, the farts that I have after eating that <laughs> are something awful. And so you got to keep that in mind, too. Do you do you get gassy after eating that? No. Oh, do you not? I'm not a loser. Well, <laughs> you just got to keep that in mind. What if she gets gassy? I'm going to plug it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It... <laughs> All right, well, I guess that was a pretty, pretty easy Ask Jack, <laughs> yeah, wasn't pretty it? pretty brief, yeah. All right, and that was Ask Jack. Uh, uh, uh. Ah, stinks, man. I am pretty useless when it comes to making food, but that was hurtful because there are easy things to do. What do you mean it was hurtful? I feel unaccomplished. Like, I, I messed up whenever the Ask Jack is, like, really short. I feel like it's on me for not having the kind of answer they expected. So that's why I'm reading into it and was like, he expected me to have a meltdown. <laughs> like, I can't cook anything. I can try. I, I'm not the one in this room who burnt minute rice. Just saying. Are you fucked up minute rice? By, <laughs> you read like one and a half cups. Or you read one half cup is one and a half or the other way around. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think I burned it, but I fucked it up for sure. <laughs> yeah, you had to make I, another one. I have mental blocks of cooking. Like I, when I work at a restaurant, I could make that shit, but it was hamburgers and chicken and stuff like that. It was easy. Yeah. But when you're talking about ingredients and <laughs> I have to read that shit so many times and then I still, my brain, look, tablespoons, teaspoons, quarts, ounces. I mean, just come on, man. That's too much shit for my brain to have to deal with and think about while I'm trying to make these things, especially if I have to have several things going at once. Pints and quarts are not, cup, pint, quart, no, that, that's not a problem. To me, it's tablespoon and teaspoon. I, like tablespoon, TBSP, those are smaller than teaspoons. That's bullshit. A teaspoon should be like a tiny little one you stir your tea with and like you put it in the china. A, a tablespoon <laughs> to me was always what spoon I would eat with because it's always on the table. So I'm like terrible at reading instructions. Like whenever we buy something and we got to put it together, like I just, I can't understand it. And so when it comes to recipes and you're talking about TSP and TBSs and quarts and pints and cups and two thirds and one <laughs> half and, and one quarter. It just makes it really, really hard for me. And it's like, I understand it about as much as I understand like women's clothing, like, uh, <laughs> it's you know, completely and, foreign. And, 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 and I'm not trying to sound sexist, but I, I kind of feel that's why traditionally maybe women are better or, or, or maybe cook more than men because it's just easier there for them to understand just because of because of their clothing, you know, like my shirt is an oh. XL, her shirt's an eight, <laughs> I was or her jeans are a four, or her that. bra is a thirty-two R. I mean, just they're holy just, shit! Just, what the? I'm just saying, man. It, it's it, wow. Fucking, it can be a little more simplified in order for me to get into it. Like I'm, my pants, I know what my waist size is, and I know what the inseam is. So it's really, really easy for me to find my my thirty-two, thirty-two, or for whatever. Them too, because they're like I'm a size four. Okay, but what the fuck does that mean? You tell I, me right I now. Is, is I guess ours are a lot more universal. All right, so what what size pants do you think your mother wears on the number scale? I don't have any. I, I know I, zero is like extremely skinny. Mom wears a, a three? I, fuck if I know. Why, why are you telling me to guess if you don't know the answer? I hate when you do that. Okay. Because <laughs> there's no point. Like, <laughs> that's... Uh, it, it's so unfulfilling when that happens. <laughs> it's just so annoying. <laughs> like I could Why guess it... how many jelly beans are in this jar, <laughs> and I'll give you a prize. And you're like, uh, 300,000. It's like, oh, I, I don't actually know. Someone, you're going to have to ask someone who actually knows, and they can give you the prize. Yeah, like, but well, if... fuck you, man. Like You're wasting my time. No, because there was a prize involved with that one. There's no prize involved in knowing what size pants your mother wears. Are you going to buy her some pants? Well, then who gives a fuck? But, like, every time you guess something, someone's like, hey, guess this. And you guess it, you always are, like, right after, you're like, oh, it's not, so what is it? And they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's bullshit. You've been baited. You wasted your precious breath. 
Well, if you want to figure out what what size she is, you, you can just ask her at dinner. I go creep in the closet. Yeah, feel, feel free. I know you're trying on her bras and stuff when we're not home anyway. <laughs> I don't want to look through the drawers in there. Doing the tuck with her bra on in front of the mirror. Find something nasty. Yeah, you don't go digging through our drawers. Hmm. You, you'll do it once, and then you'll never do it again. And you'll double book your therapist. And she's on maternity leave. I know. You'll, you'll call her up and say, this is really important. <laughs> there was a vine... This was quite a while ago, like eighth grade, and everyone had seen it. Is you know that Rihanna song, "Friends with the Monster," inside under, of my head or under my uh, bed? Under there's both. I think. Okay, all right, yeah. Um, yeah. like this older lady, like maybe sixties, like reached under her bed and pulled out a massive dildo, and it was like, wow, 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 like going back and forth. I've always remember that. Not that it scarred me, but it was one of those things where it's like, oh my god. You know how Becky, today's your birthday. You know how moms ask you over and over, "What do you want? What do you want? What do you want?" And you're just like cash or gift cards or whatever, and you're you're being zero percent helpful. So I told her, I'm like, I know what to get him. She's like, what? I'm like, I'm gonna get him a big fucking dildo, <laughs> suction cup dildo. What'd she say? She's like, no, you're not. No, why? You're not doing that. Why? You're not doing. She's like, I already feel like I live in a frat house. You are not doing that. <laughs> do not do that. And I'm like, fuck. I would. Then I'll buy it with my birthday money. I thought that would have been so fucking hilarious for you to then unwrap. Then you should a fucking... have hidden it from her. I I thought she'd be on board with it. I thought she'd laugh about it. No, but I mean, like, yeah, she got mad. That's why you pretend you're on board with her and you go through with it and don't tell me anyway. I would have loved opening a massive like purple dildo. I know. I know. Dang. I mean, I can't now. You know what? There's sometimes where I push it and your mom will say something and be like, yeah, whatever. I'm doing that anyway. But there's other times where it's like, all right, I can't fucking do Why that. Why is a lawn drying it a funny sex toy? I, now, if you try well, to like order a hooker to the house, <laughs> you oh, I tried strippers that to my birthday, that would be different. Or I think what her brain did was her brain didn't just go to the you opening it up and going <gasps> and looking at us like, yay. I think it probably went to what you do when you pull it out. You know, do you start slapping somebody up against the head with it? No, do, you, do you hold it down near your groin and just kind of do the helicopter with it? Absolutely not well, that. I just, I, you know. I, and I would have probably put it close to you, tried to touch you with you know, it. You know, that'd does, be funny. Does she, she get up in the morning and uh, she opens the refrigerator and it's suction cupped inside it and <laughs> looking right at her. I think she just saw the fallout and the uh, the after effects of, of what might happen once you do have that. <laughs> Because it's such a cup. It would stick, on the wall. It would stick to the fridge. It would stick to the shower. She, she, well, <laughs> I think that's what it's supposed to stick to. But she probably thought it'd be like on her windshield in the morning. And no. I, but you, I, I would just have it as like a background like <laughs> item. But you can understand. I'm not I, really. I, I mean, come she on. knows me. She knows I'm not going to fucking hide it on the seat of her car or something. Well, and okay. She goes to sit down for work. I mean, obviously and it's all not. Over. But, I, but I think... She would worry, and probably rightfully so, that just like some fucking fake throw up and and, and fake dog shit, it's gonna make appearances every now and well, then. Well, now somewhere. that I could have had one, I want one worse now. Well, because ever since I saw that video of the dude doing the suction cup trick shots, yep, like oh, that was so funny. I've always wanted to do it. So, how much are dildos? I don't know. They don't. They don't have them on Amazon because I started looking on Amazon. <laughs> Because, I mean, I don't really... I'll hey, just Google where to buy dildo. Go to the red velvet box, or what's it called? The velvet box? Yeah, go to the velvet box. I you need to check your email for them anyway. I go in person. Maybe next lobby. To, see, I, that's the whole I thing. I did it work. I told my coworkers, I was like, my dad signed me up for this shit. And then there was like a... I can't remember, but... Like what? butt lessons for him or something like that. Butt lessons for him? It wasn't that. I just couldn't remember, so oh. I did a filler. So would you... Like, I'm the same way. I would have a hard time walking into a sex shop. Well, it's just like, I don't want to be seen. Yeah, I mean, I'm a well-respected member I, of the I community, so if I there. saw there, I would have a lot to lose. But but you, <laughs> I mean, you, you always say, I don't give a fuck. We went somewhere the other night, you fucking wear underwear. You didn't even put pants on. Yeah, but... It, and you're like, I don't give a fuck. We but, get in a wreck or whatever, I'll walk around. That but doesn't you matter. I'm in my underwear, shop. but like, I don't want to go buy a dildo at the sex shop that is a fucking 10-minute walk from our house. Yeah. Why would I... Like, I, I've lived in this neighborhood forever. I know tons of people, and I especially don't want to see someone I went to high school with or something, like, working, and they're like, 
why are you buying a dildo? And I'm going to be like, uh, uh, is it funny? And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Why are you getting the suction cup one? It's like, because I uh, stick it to stuff that's funny. And like, you want to ride it while it's on the wall, don't you? And I'm going to be like, nah, fuck. And I'm just going to storm out and steal it and couldn't, then never go back. Couldn't you put the luchador mask on and right when you open the door, be like, I'm not here to rob you. I'm not here to rob you. No, I would have just rather people. One hand in my hoodie pocket and the other hand walk out. You don't want them calling the cops. I'm saying you just be like, hey, I'm not here to rob you. I just, you know, I'm kind of weird about this. I really don't want people. They'd be like, dude, come on in. We well, understand. They can get my legal statement of, I am not going to fuck this dildo. I'm not going to suck it either. <laughs> I'm just going to put it on my wall and I'm going to put my face cam on talking to my friends and they're going to see it waggling in the wind and it's going to be funny right. and I'm going to take it places. Well. <laughs> I'm seeing my friends tonight. I'm, I would have taken it. Yeah. And I definitely would have hit them with it. like to introduce you to my ride or die. This is Roger. Roger. <laughs> R-O-D-G-E-R. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's just get into favorite parts. If you can think of any. Uh, the concept. I mean, it, it's just super cool to me. Mm-hmm. Just dude who can fuck shit up and fucks people up. <laughs> I think my favorite part, it works in every single movie, even shitty movies. The slow-mo. They had a slow-mo. <laughs> and it was as bad as it could be because of this movie. But, but unbelievable. It, but it still worked. Oh. It still worked for me. What if that was the song that it played? I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> I would not have been surprised. What band is that? EMF. <laughs> that's, a, that's a 1990 banger right there. <laughs> All right, bucket of chicken. I'll give it to the 10-year-old who talked his dad into uh, calling the shots. Mm. Or, or I'll give it to the renegades. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll guess, I, I guess I'll give it to... I kind of like the effects of the vampire's like lighting up in flames almost and then disintegrating. All right. And like their skeleton, like pieces of their skeleton would fall and hit the ground and turn to dust. I think that was cool. Yeah, I didn't really like too many of the effects at all in, in this movie. I, I guess the ashes were were kind of cool. It, it's kind of cool to think that that's what happens to vampires when that stuff happens. Yeah. So I guess that looked that looked all right. So, all right, score time. Um, 30. Okay, I'm 20. <laughs> no, that works. Yeah, it was a great concept. It wasn't necessarily fun to watch, but it wasn't one of those movies where I was like, it was so painstaking. It wasn't like it was slow, and I wanted it to end, but I didn't have the worst time watching it. Like he's still fucking people up, so there's some entertainment value to pull from that, but not much. So watching it, I found myself enjoying the parts where they weren't fighting more because <laughs> when I knew a fight was about to come up, I was thinking, oh, fuck, no, not another fight. Like, for real, I did not want to see anymore because it was painful for me to watch those fights. And there was a part in this where you felt like, okay, this is the climax, and you kind of felt like, okay, this this could actually be over, right? When they uh, when they set off the big bomb, and then he, he, he like, nursed that vampire princess back to health, which yeah. she was kind of sucking on his wrist or whatever. It could have ended there. And in my brain, I knew it wasn't going to, but I had that little glimmer of hope that, okay, this thing's about over, and then there was 30 more minutes of bullshit. Yeah, you went to let the dog out and go to the bathroom, and I, well, when I paused it, I saw the time. I let the dog uh, out because... I saw it, and I was like, no, it's so much more. Yeah, the dog was farting something terrible in here, and it just ruined the air, so I had <laughs> to get up and to get him out. to say that as old person as you could? What are you talking about? He was farting something terrible. He was. <laughs> It was awful. So yeah, I had to I had to get him out of here, and then I went to the bathroom. It's not like my bladder couldn't handle a two hour movie. You just needed a break from it yeah. too. All right. Well, um, anything else? No, I guess not. Well, happy birthday, man. I'm I'm sorry that you had to shit through. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to sit through a shitty movie. Even though it's not your birthday, it's going to feel like by listening to this, that you sat through a shitty movie on your birthday. So, But it was my pick, so it's not, Jack- it's not something to apologize for. It's my my issue. And, and it should be your pick. It should be your but pick. But look, it, <laughs> at least it wasn't as bad as a shitty movie can get. No. Because we, we didn't sit back, or you didn't go sit back in your spot depressed. No. And, and I felt fine. I came over here with the hopes of... That I liked it. 
<laughs> not tipping my hat how much I hated it immediately, <laughs> just to kind of see. But that was like the first thing well, that got I said. Mean, sometimes you nut early, you know, <laughs> it happens. Pretty much best of us. confession. Yep. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 137 of Movie Muggin. We appreciate you listening. Uh, if you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. And in honor of uh, Jack's birthday, you can head on over to our website and click on the Buy Us a Pizza, and uh, he will eat some pizza in your honor, or his honor, or someone's honor. Sure. He likes pizza. I do. We all like pizza. Uh-huh. All right, and uh, shout out to Amy underscore farts69 on uh, TikTok. Go, uh, go hit her up for some uh, personalized farts. She shouted us out one time. That's okay. And we're <laughs> doing nine shout outs. Where's our money? This is only like the no, I'm second episode that we've even brought up her name. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. And I'll bring it up again. Yeah, because we got way more out of that deal than her. Well, you never know. Those 35 posts that she did after us, 17 of those could have been from our listeners. You just never know. You just never know. You can't prove it's not. I, I, you can't prove it's not. All right. Well, until next time. Oh, we are, holy shit, only one more episode. Until December. Yeah. In December is the film stripping movie mugging Bonanza Extravaganza crossover spectacular. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they're still doing this. I hope so. Because they, they haven't uh, pumped out an episode here here recently. Hopefully they're they're just saving it all up uh, for us. All their good energies. I can't fucking believe that's almost here. <sighs> I f- it feels like it was a long time ago, like many months ago, of whenever that got brought up. Because I've been excited about this. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it's here. Yeah, but it's also kind of sad because they they might be hanging it up for a while after 2021. Yeah, they're having a kid, too. It's a little sad. <laughs> Gosh, awful. <laughs> we need to get busy on uh, on those personalized uh, onesies. Dude, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, again, thanks for listening. Have yourself a movie mugging day, and happy birthday, Jack. Bye. Where is the holy grail of female pleasure and what do I do once I find it?